Welcome to my world, supporting someone with an eating disorder. This is a podcast about and for those supporting someone suffering from an eating disorder. These are my own personal opinions and experiences gathered from being married to someone in recovery from an eating disorder. This podcast is brought to you by the Living Proof MN. Never underestimate your ability to recover. Let's talk about what eating disorders look like. How do we know if your loved one might have an eating disorder? What are the names of known eating disorders and what do they entail? Listen, we are a nation and a world full of different people. We have different heritages, religious beliefs, and racial origins. In my mind, those are all good things, and it makes the world a more beautiful, wondrous place with so much more to learn from each other. Despite years of being told that we're all the same, it is just not true. And I think we need to get to a place where we can celebrate our differences and not in a way that serves to compare us against one another, but highlight what we have to offer one another. And in the process, we can all become richer with knowledge and experience. Unfortunately, it may be natural for humans to compare ourselves to one another, and that can be all right, but it can also be devastating. We have all seen this in social media. Those platforms have their respective place in society, but they can also lead us, some of us, down, down darker roads, and those roads sometimes only lead to even darker places. So be careful. We may be different, but we all have something to offer the world, something beautiful and valuable, and maybe we can realize this and recognize each other for those and not for our shortcomings. Let us allow love and respect to shine. This list has been derived from the National Association of Anorexia Nervosa and Associated Disorders website. If you are interested, you can find this information at www.anad.org. These are considered formal ways eating disorders are defined in many academic and medical settings. And please know as we go forward from here, that eating disorders can and often do merge in some form. Just like we cannot use a single rubber stamp to diagnose someone's disorder, we cannot easily nor rightfully put any one person into a certain disorder alone. And also remember that sometimes other addictions such as drugs and alcohol are used as a means of self-medicating for someone affected by eating disorders. So according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, 5th edition, May 2013, of the American Psychiatric Association, eating disorders are broken down into the categories of the following. Anorexia nervosa, body dysmorphic disorder, bulimia nervosa, binge eating disorder, avoidant or restrictive food intake disorder, other specified feeding or eating disorder, unspecified feeding or eating disorder, pica, rumination disorder, and one that has been making its appearance officially in the last few years is orthorexia. I did not take this information from ANAD, but rather the National Eating Disorders website at www.nationaleatingdisorders.org. What is anorexia nervosa? This is probably the most widely recognized or known eating disorder. Anorexia is, on a basic level, not getting enough calories in, which leads to a significantly low body weight. The person with anorexia will also show an intense fear of gaining weight or becoming fat. Or if the fear is not shown, there is still persistent behavior that interferes with weight gain, even though weight is significantly low. While suffering from anorexia, a person also has a hard time recognizing the seriousness of their current weight or is unable to recognize how thin or underweight they are. And often a person may evaluate their self by weight or body shape. What about body dysmorphic disorder? 
Body dysmorphic disorder, or BDD, is characterized as an obsession with an imaginary defect in physical appearance or an extreme concern with a slightly physical blemish, which other individuals may not even recognize. Individuals with BDD have misconceived beliefs regarding their body and the most common body parts from both men and women to have false misconceptions about our skin, hair, and nose. Others include eyes, teeth, chin, legs, lips, and height. So bulimia nervosa is defined as a recurrent episodes of binge eating along with compensatory behavior. An episode of binge eating includes eating an amount of food that is definitely larger than most people would eat within a two-hour time period. With a sense of lack of control over eating during the this episode, a feeling that can that one cannot stop eating or control what one or how much one is eating. In bulimia, a person also recurrently tries to make up for eating by com compensating with fasting, self-induced vomiting, excessive exercise, or use of laxatives, diuretics, or other medications. A person with bulimia is very worried about their weight or shape. Sometimes a sign of bulimia is degraded dental health. If they are vomiting regularly, this can take a toll on the enamel of one's teeth because vomit is especially toxic since it contains stomach acids. What is binge eating disorder? Binge eating disorder is not always a precursor to bulimia, though it is defined similarly. Many binge eaters do not vomit afterwards, however. These individuals may, with a lack of a sense of lack of control over eating during the episode, a feeling that one cannot stop eating or control what or how much one is eating. A binge eating episode may also include eating much more rapidly than normal, eating until feeling uncomfortably full, eating large amounts of food when not feeling physically hungry, eating alone because of embarrassment over how much one is eating and feeling disgusted with oneself, depressed or very guilty afterwards. What is pica? P-I-C-A. PICA is the eating of disturbances of substances that have no nutritional value for a period of at least one month. For example, if someone eats cotton or clay, this would be considered PICA. In some cases, a deficiency in iron or zinc or another nutrient may be associated with PICA, but there is no single cause of PICA. For example, anemia from iron deficiency may be the underlying cause. What is rumination disorder? Rumination disorder is repeated regurgitation of food for at least one month, which includes rechewing, re-swallowing, or spitting out food. This might show itself in the form of lost weight, chapped lips, and bad breath, and tooth decay. Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder, or ARFID, A-R-F-I-D, is an eating or feeding disturbance where a person is unable to meet their nutritional or energy needs. Some ways that might notice this are significant weight loss or not keeping up with expected growth, nutritional deficiencies, dependence on nutritional supplements, or having one's nutritional issues interfere with their psychological functioning. What is other specified feeding or eating disorder? When you meet some of the criteria for an eating disorder, but not all, you may find yourself in the category OSFED, O-S-F-E-D. There are five categories of OSFED. Atypical anorexia nervosa, meeting of all the symptoms of anorexia with weight at or above normal range. It is a thing. Binge eating disorder that is less frequent or not 
or does, did not occur as long as needed for the full diagnosis. Bulimia nervosa is less frequent or did not occur as long as needed for the full diagnosis. Purging disorder is when a person purges without binging. And night eating syndrome. This occurs when a person consumes at least 25% or a quarter of their daily intake after the evening meal. Waking up after going to bed in order to eat may also occur. And then there's unspecified feeding or eating disorder. Is This is for disorders which do not meet the criteria criteria of any of the above disorders, but still cause emotional upset or interferes with daily life. If it's an issue, it's an issue. What is orthorexia? I spoke about this one earlier at the end of my list. It's been making a huge presence uh, in today's society. And this is one that's actually uh, becoming very prevalent within the military for both women and men. Orthorexia, I did not get this from an ANAD, but rather the National Eating Disorders website at www.nationaleatingdisorders.org for further information. Although not formally recognized in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, awareness about orthorexia is on the rise. The term orthorexia was coined in 1998 and means an obsession with proper or healthful eating. Although being aware of and concerned with the nutritional quality of the food you eat isn't a problem in and of itself, people with orthorexia become so fixated on so-called healthy eating that they actually damage their own well-being. Without formal diagnostic criteria, it's difficult to get an estimate on precisely how many people have orthorexia and whether it's a standalone eating disorder, a type of eating or exiting, a type of existing eating disorders like anorexia, or a form of obsessive compulsive disorder. Studies though have shown that many individuals with orthorexia also have obsessive compulsive disorder. In closing, I wanna make it clear that because we are all different, have different traumas, different catalysts to our disorders, it may not be so clear as to what the issue may be for your loved one. And it is always advisable to seek professional diagnosis and advice in reference to your person. And please remember, if I can give one piece of advice to everyone that should rank among the most important, it is to never address these issues at the table. We want the table wherever it be, a counter, a restaurant, breakfast nook, dining room table, or in the kitchen itself to be a safe place without stress, without judgment, and with acceptance. So please leave this information off and away from the table, always. You can bring it up at other times, but not during mealtimes. It is already a stressed situation, a stressed place uh, for those affected by eating disorders. This podcast was brought to you by Living Proof MN. We are all worth it. For more information, you may go to www.livingproofmn.com. Until next time, listen to your person. Let them know that you're just there. Even if you don't understand, you're willing to do what you can to support them and listen to what they have to say. And finally, love and be loved.